Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning, Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Key is here. I am with Key as well, Alan Hahn. Why wouldn't I be here? You've been on vacation. I mean, that was before yesterday. I know. It 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 seemed like it was a big deal that you were away for so long, which I would take as that people missed you. But I wasn't away long. It just felt – got to get a new mic. It's, it's a, it, it felt like I was away for a long time, but I wasn't away a long time. I was just – was a few weeks, and that was pretty much it. All right, good. I'm entitled to take a vacation. That's part of what you build up. You build up vacation time. Right. And then you use it. Of course you Why do. Why would I build up weeks of vacation time and then waste it? It's like air miles, mileage plus or something, and you don't use it and they expire. I'm well, not – they're not letting me roll it over. The good thing is this doesn't bother you at all. <laughs> <laughs> but this is that time of year, obviously, when we get ready for the football season and it's the training camp part. When does it become the monotony? Like, he, like when do you – because you, you said this, how you start to smell it in the air. Like, when you're in July, you know it's coming and you're excited for it. You get to camp. You see everybody. You're excited for that. At one point, is not, are you, do you reach that, like, the dog days of training camp where you're like, man, let's just get to the season. I'm already oh, yeah, sick sure. of this. Oh, by the time you get ready to get close, are we at it? Like, is it second week of August? Like, are we in it? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, it's changed a little bit since I retired. Mm -hmm. Big time. Um, About how they go about practice. It's to me, their practices aren't as I don't want to say tough, but demanding. It's more mental than physical. How's that? How's it more mental? Because they're not out there. Man, you realize what, what we were doing when we was in training camp? The stuff that we used to have you, to do? You were still part of the two-a-days. Like, yes, well, I, real late two-a-days. late 90s, yeah, you had Bill Parcells. Like real, what am I talking about? Like real. You almost did three-a-days. Well, as I would tell, Bill, plan for you is like dog years. <laughs> I mean, it's not, you know, it's it's one of those deals where. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. It was, it was you you wake up, you know, your feet hurt. You walk into the to the building, you're getting treatment before practice, treatment after practice, meetings all day long. By the time you get through that second week of practice, you're just like going into that first preseason game. You just want to get to the first preseason game because by the time, I think it's the second preseason game, the light is at the end of the tunnel, you're getting ready to break camp. Mm -hmm. So you kind of know, okay. And, And when you get to the second preseason game, practice becomes lighter. Those first two weeks, they're trying to not only look at you but they need to look at all the new faces and see what those new faces are because they know what you could do as, yeah. a, as a veteran starter on the team they just want to make sure you're in shape and you're doing everything that you're capable of doing it used to be the training camp was a way to like you play yourself into shape that's the old days right the old days were that's why they did training camp now you've, you've got to show up in shape and it's a matter of now just what getting you sharp for the season think, getting everything so. that they want done i think that's about right every training camp of every sport nobody likes it but what i would tell you if, if you take a percentage of a team 90 plus percent of a team always come in shape professional athletes are in shape they're never out of shape mm-hmm. they just may look different if they're a big boy they may come in you know, a little heavier yeah. than, than Norm. But the big boys usually, you know, some body types, no matter what they do, they just bad bodies. It's just you got a bad body. It's just, you know. And, I can relate to that. And so they look out of shape. Mm-hmm. But they're, they, they're in shape. And when they're in training camp, they kind of just coast along and they're getting themselves in shape, whether it was when I played or whether it's today. I mean, it's just what it is. Off seasons are extremely important. 
and different for professional athletes now, football players, so to speak, now than they were back then because of the off-season conditioning programs that was taking place at the facilities. Sorry, so with that in mind, how important, how much emphasis do you put on what a team looks like in camp? Like, you, you're big on visual. You're very visual. You, you yeah. look, what, like, you watch a player, you say, he just looks right. Like, that's, that's, a, big, that's a big keyism. So when you have a team, how big is it two weeks, three weeks into camp that they look right? Or, or do you feel like oh, it's, it's a long season, good teams figure it out? Where, where are you on that? Well, it all depends, Alan, on what that team is doing. Like, what, what is it that they're screwing up? Are they crisping certain periods? Uh, is, is 707 red zone? Or are they just slicing and dicing? Does the, is the quarterback hitting the receivers in sync? Is the ball at their ankles? Or is it in the pocket where he can catch and run? Like, you start looking at all of those sort of things, and it'll tell you whether or not – that particular prayer is ready. The receivers breaking down the DBs. Is that defensive end coming around the edge like a like a Ferrari rounding, coming around a big eighteen wheeler just around mm-hmm. the corner? Mm-hmm. It, that's how you know. It's like, oh, okay, I, I this dude gonna he gonna turn some stuff out. You could just you could tell. You can get it. Yeah. So you yeah. Have, you have a feel for your team. All right. Well, with that in mind. Let's get to Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, because Bruce Arians of the defending champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he, he said something yesterday that it sounded like he was sounding the alarm for his offense. Or is he just trying to light a fire under his team, knowing what they are, where they are in training camp? But let's just take a listen to how he feels the offense has looked lately. Probably the worst offensive practice we've had in three years. Um, kind of a pattern of behavior now. After a day off, our offense just stinks, and they got to break that habit. But uh, defensively, they answered the bell. They came out and uh, dominated the entire practice, and uh, it was good to see. What do you think the reason is why the offense struggles coming off a day off? Ask them. I mean, you can't be warned more than uh, every week. So uh, drop passes, missed assignments on basic plays. It's just a lack of concentration. That's straight talk, by straight talk wireless. No contract, no compromise. So Bruce Arians basically said his offense stinks. Yeah, that's not a big deal. So yeah, right, so you're putting this at at a level of where one to ten of urgency. Five. Well, that's all right. It's middle. A four. Middle. I mean, it's it's not. First of all, Tom Brady shouldn't have been at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Is that you think that's part his, of the reason? His hips were tight because he was flying private back and forward and got a little tired. No, <laughs> I, I think though when you or in this training camp stuff, you wake up sometimes, and there's always one or two days in training camp where the offense teams just look bad. It's like they can't get out of their cuts because they're stiff, they're tired, their legs are tired. You know, they're not – they're just not – they're just tired, even Mm -hmm. with a day off. Even though you got a day off, you're not ready to come back. You know, you're like, oh, man, I got this day off, dog. I'm – Oh, and you just but that attitude key also could be something that no it does makes not. it so difficult to repeat no. as a champion, no. and it's something that I, I love this, to say. When, it's hard to question. eat when you're full. When 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 is the Super Bowl next year? It's in February. And what? Where are we at? Yeah, I know, I know. We're in so August. you think that's why stay, I'm asking you? Gonna, you think from August to February they're gonna stay, stay the same? <laughs> this particular team that brings everybody so back, including the coaching staff, because they look bad. They just that they they probably look bad, like you said. They're dropping balls. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown can't get in and out of his break. Chris Godwin hamstring hurts. Tom Brady is just chilling. The Leonard Fournette dropped a few balls. 
Ronald Jones didn't practice. It just that happens. I'm not literally saying these are the things that are happening. I'm just giving examples of what could be the case. Maybe the offensive linemen are jumping off sides. The defense, one thing the defense, all they do is see ball, go get ball, run and hit. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else. They're just a reaction. Where in, on the offensive side of the ball, there's so much that you have to process and do. That's it. So much you, defensive players, all they got to do is get to a spot. They're told, you be there, you be there, space it out. This is where it's at. It's, it's, it's a totally different game on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Most of the times, the defense of, of, of personnel will kick the you-know-what out of the offense. They will just, in during training camp, during training camp, they always get the best of the offense. What was training camp like after winning the Super Bowl for you and your, your, your group? Like, what, like your, your group, was it good enough to repeat? Did you guys have we that in mind? Won two, we should have won two Super Bowls back-to-back. There's no question. We, why not? We, then why didn't you? Well, because we had a different type of team, though, man. Our team was made up of so many superstars and egos. What that, do they look like now? Yeah, but it's, they, 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 they don't have what we had. I'm sorry to say it. They got one dude. They got one guy. They have Gronk. They got one guy. They're they deep. got one guy in really? Tom Brady okay. in terms of a superstar. Right. Ter- we had so Their many. defense has stars. But- yeah, but they're not they, – their defense is good, but egos. Uh-huh. There is no Warren Sapp on that team, man. There just isn't. There is no Simeon Rice and Derrick Brooks. There isn't. There's no John Lynch and Rondé Barber, and that's just on the defensive yeah. side. We had a coach that had a doll in his office – that was Chucky. <laughs> now think about it. Yeah. You know, then if we go to the offensive side, <laughs> one and only, <laughs> nah, you they know. had to deal with me. <laughs> so I'm just saying, when you got that type of, it, just, it was a lot going on. We had a rock star and general manager in Rich McKay. Like it was just a different. So you don't see that with this group? No. The current Bucks, uh-huh. you don't see that no. becoming a bit of because an issue this, for them? Because number one, the head coach isn't trying to make it about him. He's not trying to make it about him. John Gruden, for all his worth, was trying to make it about him. As a young head coach, this was what I did. Look at me. I took them mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. This is factual. This is not, I'm not making this up to do sports talk radio. This is not a dig at Coach Gruden. This is factual. Anyone that followed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or know anything about our run to the Super Bowl understood that the next year, in the midst of trying to get back to the Super Bowl, our damn general manager couldn't stand the dude. He left in the middle of the season to go take another job. Where have you ever seen that at? That was our issues. The Buccaneers' current team, they don't have those issues. Okay. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll, they'll right. be fine. They'll yeah. be fine in I terms of – I was waiting for those words from you because yeah, I want be that fine. on record. That, that's all I was asking. If they don't so Bruce make Arians it, is just trying to light a fire right now. If they don't make it to the Super Bowl this year, huh, yeah. it won't be because – of today or yesterday. It will be because they aren't motivated no. or, or they just Absolutely are, not. Again, hard to eat when you're full. I mean, that's, that's the, the phrase but that comes full. back. The team's they're like, not okay. full. All right, they're, they're hungry. Well, we, we'll certainly find out. But with that in mind, though, as you mentioned, the Bucks are one of the favorites, but it doesn't mean that they can't be beat. So who are the biggest threats to the Bucks repeating as the Super Bowl champs? And why is one of them already dealing with what is a setback for their most important player? That we'll discuss after Key has this from DoorDash. DoorDash here with Summer of Dash Pass. Right now, Dash Pass members are taking $10 off groceries, alcohol, pet food, and more. Need a nightcap? $10 off 
Got a cough? <clears throat> Get relief delivered for less. Want to surprise your crush? Send a gift and save. Try DoorDash for free and get special savings. Exclusive menu items and $0 delivery fees. Year-round, get more from your neighborhood now with Dash Pass in a DoorDash app and stay cool out there. Terms and conditions apply. That's what's so scary about this Bucks organization, man. Like, they peaked in the Super Bowl. And everybody came back. This is what Tom Brady does. Defy expectations. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It's one of those mornings. I'm just feeling that. We're laughing about a lot of things that most people listening probably wouldn't understand. So it's like that inside joke stuff, but (laughs) it's still... From the minute I got here, I've been laughing. And the good news is, the minute I got here, you were already here today. Yeah, I got That's here That's a good early. thing. Well, yesterday was just... I was ready to call you at 4.30 just no, to make No, I was sure. good. Yesterday was just... I was so super tired. My kid... My kids I had an up. alert on my phone saying, wake up key. No, I was good. <laughs> I wasn't going to make the same mistake twice. I didn't think so. No, we don't do that. But that wasn't a mistake. That was just... You know, it happens. That's why when I got married the first time, I waited to get married the second time. I'm going to make it back-to-back. Yeah. No, we're going to make a mistake twice. You and me both, Sonny. Yeah, we're going to wait. We're going to hold out for a little bit, baby. <laughs> sure. A long time. Yeah, let's make sure we get this one right. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we were talking about, uh, Bruce Arians not happy with the Bucks, right? And you're saying much to do about nothing. It's not a, it, You don't expect it to be a harbinger no. for the type of season the Bucks are going to have. Nope. You still see them as a as a legit uh, as, contender as, to repeat yeah, as champion, they're one of the right? top. They're one of the top five teams in the conference that okay. can go. So they can repeat. They can repeat. They can repeat. They can like repeat you, or they can get You're buying off. that. Absolutely. Okay. I'm buying it 100%. Okay, you're buying that. So with that in mind, though, it's, you know, again, the NFC is is tough. And the NFC has Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay, which really? keeps Green Bay. as I just like saying that over and over again because I was right and you were wrong. But Green Bay then stays in the conversation as a contender as well. But can the Dallas Cowboys be a threat? to the Bucks in the NFC? I think if the defense gets right, they have all the tools on offense when they're healthy. And if the defense can get right and guys like Michael Parsons can learn the NFL game, he's taken off a year. He's off a year because of the, the yep. uh, he opted out right. of college. If, if they can get Dan Quinn, can get that unit right, then I think, young they, group, right? I think they can contend. They just got to be a bunch of – Wild dogs running around, hitting and flying, and let the offense score points 
and give the offense an opportunity when the, and to get the ball back and give the offense an opportunity to score points. I think they could be right there as one of those top five teams that I talk about in the NFC. Dallas is going to be a team everybody talks about there. Hard knocks, that's going to be interesting. That starts tonight, I believe. Here, here's how I look at hard knocks. I, I, yeah, it's going to No, be. it's – come on. Everybody loves watching it because you see it's, so much behind the scenes. There's always yeah. a character that emerges. So no, the is. Cowboys are already – Already that America's team, we talk about them all the time, already a, a polarizing team. Ed Hard Knocks to the mix. They're going to be a team we talk about a lot. Absolutely, but it's the Cowboys, so you're going to talk about them. But how I always look at teams is I say, can that guy start for another team? And so when I, look, sure. at, when I look at certain positions in the Cowboys, especially on the offensive side, mm-hmm. you start to say, can that guy start for them? Can that guy start for them? They got three start, wide receivers that can they, start for teams. That's what I'm saying. They got a running back. Yeah. They got you know a quarterback. You know some offense. If their know, offensive that, line stays that, healthy, if that left a, tackle yep. is still the left tackle that he was, you know, five, right. six, seven years ago. Right. They're going to be all right. Is, is Zach Martin going to be okay? I mean, like when you start looking at different pieces, you start to say, well, it's not a lot of players that you can take off of teams and swap these guys out. But that's a plus. They're the, my problem with Dallas is not is not their talent issue. It's their health issue, and it not just the offensive line. It's their quarterback, and Dak Prescott is hurt again. And I know I was joking about it yesterday, just overreacting. But is he, but is he hurt? Yes. Or is, is or He's got is a this shoulder a issue for a quarterback? That's a problem. Situation where we want a soreness he hasn't really he hasn't really thrown in a long time there's soreness that is there we just want to chill he's throwing look i can guarantee you he's doing something but we just don't know what he's doing i can guarantee you that which means that He's throwing with the trainers. He hasn't played in almost a year. That's okay. He doesn't need to play in the preseason. Uh, okay. I wouldn't play him anyway. You don't need reps at all. Absolutely. No, no rhythm, no I timing, no reps. I would not have nothing. him nowhere near preseason game. Anywhere near preseason game. That part I understand because you want to keep him healthy. But All right, so Jerry Jones was telling reporters this about Dak. He said they talked about throwing arm care and arm recovery. They advised rather than work through progression on healing but to go cold turkey and make sure the injury is repaired. Now, it sounds like he's downplaying it. Like, sounds to me like it's not, you know, it's, well, we're just, we have to make sure he recovers, so we're just going to shut him down. It's like a pitcher in baseball. Got to shut him down yeah, for Yeah, there's 10 probably days. some inflammation in, in his shoulder. It's probably a little sore and stiff, and you just kind of want to calm it down. Okay. Like, what's the, what, you want to see the toy out on the field? Is that what it is? Oh, no. Not, not you per se. I mean, like, people. Of they course wanna, people do. They want to see the toy. What, Cowboys fans don't want to see Dak Prescott yeah, under you, center? You cannot get so enamored with watching him at practice. Worry about the games. Don't get caught up in But I am worried about the games the with him because what I'm worried about is, as we said, they could be a contender. But the caveat is, will the offensive line stay healthy? And will he stay healthy? Because that's a problem. Can he stay healthy enough to be I, what they need him I've to I've never do? known him to miss a game due to injury other than his ankle. I've never known well, him to miss a game due to injury you know, other than his ankle. Once there's one, then there's another, and then yeah, it Yeah, but that, that, the ankle ain't got nothing to do with the damn shoulder, huh? Uh, Come on now. It doesn't? Okay. No! All right, all right, well, all right. So, you think he's compensating his – no, okay. I don't think, I don't that think he's compensating. That doesn't even sound right. I don't think he's compensating. I'm just saying that injuries tend to come in bunches for players. You get hurt, nah, and then you fine. stay hurt. He's fine, man. Okay, let's hope he stays fine. All right, so Bruce Arians overreacted. There's not, nothing, nothing you see here. Dak Prescott, everything's fine. When did you become Kevin Bacon? It's All not, is well. It's not that. It's All just, is well. I know <laughs> that how coaches speak, 
and do things yep. and talk. I've been around so many of them angry you-know-whats that yeah. that's the way that they operate. I know. I once had Bill Parcells walk off the field, and you remember this as a Jet fan, and Evan do too, I'm sure. The week we were playing the New England Patriots, he took the entire staff off the field and made us practice by ourselves because he didn't like the way we looked. And then he sat in the window at the top of his office and looked outside the window at us practicing, and we saw him. He made the tower come down and everything just to see if we was going to practice through the scripts on the ground, try to have the fake. Yeah. And then we went up and smashed New England on that Sunday. It's, it's motivation. That's what they do. All right. It's motivation. So you understand, though, with Sports Talk Radio, we're supposed to go crazy and say it's terrible. The that's sky not, is falling. No, that's my problem is I don't just say stuff. Yeah, that's true. Well, the Cowboys, by the way, have a 2.5% chance to win the Super Bowl. That's according to – our football power index. Is that too high, too low, just right? Key tells you after I tell you about O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. They offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online at O'ReillyAuto.com and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. They'll even bring it to you, bring it out to you curbside. (laughs) Or you can... Choose to have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Get your auto parts quickly with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Visit OReillyAuto.com today. Individually, every big athlete usually has big goals. Super Bowl championship and Super Bowl MVP. What can you possibly do to top this? Win another one. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. NFL Training Camp 2021 with Keyshawn Johnson. The Kansas City Chiefs. The offensive line is retooled. After watching what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did against the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl, if I was Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, I would have certainly upgraded that, and that is what they did. They want to protect their star-studded quarterback. 
make sure he gets the football to the plethora of wide receivers. He's also got a big tight end in Kelsey. So what will we see in training camp from the Kansas City Chiefs? Hopefully that offensive line protects that quarterback and won't have any more issues like they had against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is the biggest season ever. The countdown to the NFL season continues. Weekday mornings with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key. Oh, go ahead. It's just, it, it so ain't, you, we you, ain't there yet. It ain't Friday yet, but, but we have, good. Yes, you're right about that. Yeah. But you have a sneaky good voice, like a sneaky good singing voice. Well, it's okay. Like you pretend a little bit, like, you know. But it, I bet you, though. I don't need you, you getting all fuzzy and stuff. Come on, man. Go you on. Could you belt know. it out, though. Go on, man. I, go on, man. Go on, man. I don't need no, no, you getting no. all fuzzy and I'm stuff. I'm not getting fuzzy. You know, all tickled and stuff. Go on, man. <laughs> now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> So we were just discussing. We were just like you have a good voice. Yeah, man. Okay, New Yorker. What did you expect? How does that have to do with anything? See, you can't handle a compliment. So (laughs) actually, you can. The um, the 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 Bucks are a team that you expect to repeat. Mm -hmm. Okay, we talked a little bit about the Cowboys. So the FPI came out, the uh, Football Power Index, as we, okay. we are now trying to figure out what are the best teams, the teams with the best chance to win the Super Bowl. So the Chiefs come in, not the Bucks. the Chiefs come in with the best chance at 19%. So they are, I guess, what would be the favorite or the team most likely to win the Super Bowl, according to the FPI, at 19%. The Bucks are second at 15%. We'll go through the rest, but those are two by far favorites. Yeah. So we could have a repeat of the Super Bowl you, you based on F- FPI. Of these two teams, which one do you say has the better chance to get to the Super Bowl or back to the Super Bowl? The, I would, I would say, I would say Kansas City Chiefs. Although I, I, I go back and forth on these things with Kansas City because I feel like they're they're, they're destined for a, a disappointing type season, like. One of those seasons where they're a regression, a little bit like they win the division going away and then they get bounced in the first Upset. round. Yeah. Like that, it, it just feels like that because like if Bills, you look, Browns, like somebody might get them. Yeah, championship, two straight Super Bowls, step back. Now they get the next Super Bowl eventually. It just feels that way. Not that I'm right. I, I don't mean that I'm right or anything like that. Just It just feels that way. But, look, they went out. They retooled the offensive line. Mm-hmm. They certainly knew exactly what the problems were in the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if they can protect Patrick Mahomes, he has so many weapons offensively, we know what the offense is going to do. The defense is better than what most people think on the SPACs. So when you look at it, I think it's an easier road for them to get back to the Super Bowl than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because I believe that the NFC is somewhat loaded when you talk about the Green Bay Packers, the Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers. A lot of people got the Rams in the mix. Mm -hmm. We don't really know what New Orleans is looking like without Michael Thomas in the lineup, a new Jameis Winston at quarterback. So when you start to look at some of those sort of things, what are the Chicago Bears going to be? We know they got a good defense, but – Will a young guy in Justin Fields all of a sudden give them what Lamar Jackson was able to give Baltimore a few years ago? Then you talk about the Washington football team. Can they do enough defensively to to somehow cast the doubt away from their offense that they can carry the load? Then the one team that everybody seemed to hate are the Dallas Cowboys. 
Can they stay healthy on the offensive line? Can Dak Prescott stay healthy? We talked about that a minute ago. Ezekiel Elliott get back to where he was three years ago. Is the offensive side of the ball the strength of their team going to do what they were capable of doing? Now can Dan Quinn and the defense get things together? So for me, the NFC is a much stronger conference than the AFC. Kansas City, Cleveland, Baltimore, Buffalo, and maybe New England, maybe New England, in the AFC. Other than that. You think it stops there? I think it stops there. Who else? I'm not, I don't believe in Tennessee. We saw with Carson Wentz without – they don't even have a quarterback yeah, right now. Yeah, see, the, Col- the Colts – right, that's true. The, the, the Colts. Miami? I mean, like where – Tennessee. I, the Raiders. Not, yeah. Denver. Right. Well, not Denver. I'm just you know, saying. Chargers. I'm throwing, Chargers, like, they're yeah. not ready yet. Yeah. I'm throwing teams out there. So when you look at those yeah, five Texans teams that I mentioned – Texans obviously have completely fallen out of what used to be they were a team you would You mentioned about those well. five teams – and then from after those five teams, it's like, what else is there left? Okay. I can run through about nine teams but in the NFC. But the AFC feels like it's a little more top-heavy as far as those, those few teams you named are really good in comparison to the NFC where it feels like after, after the Bucks, maybe maybe the Packers, you, you, you don't have that. No, same, man. Really, Seattle, Saints, Seattle is good. You think the Saints, Seattle, Rams, like all those teams are still there? I don't know, what the, there. I don't the know what the Saints are Saints. not what they used to be. The Saints lost Drew right. Brees, so that means they lost a lot. So but we don't know what Jameis Winston is. I'm assuming Jameis is a starter. I am too, yeah. and he better be because if he's not, but then when you really talk, when happened. you talk Green Bay, you talk. First of all, the NFC West alone, the whole division is good. the whole division is good. Yeah, I I hate on Arizona a lot just because that's just in my nature. <laughs> I just think it's too hot out there, so I hate it. So you pick but on. I pick on them. <laughs> but that whole division, in all honesty, though, uh, Allen is so strong. Put them over there. It's a strong division. Mm-hmm. Then you look at Tampa Bay. And then you say, well, what is New Orleans in the South? But then we go to where's Minnesota at in this situation? Uh, we know what Green Bay is with Aaron Rodgers. We saw that the last two years in an NFC championship. Chicago, let's assume Andy Dalton becomes the red rifle and he holds off Justin Fields. That defense is a playoff caliber defense. It, we saw it. It is. It is. All right, let's go through them then. As you're mentioning, I think you mentioned almost every – every single team except three in the NFL. So let's go through it. So let's do too high, too low, or just right when it comes to these uh, the FPI percentages of um, winning the Super Bowl. So the Chiefs are at 19%. Is that too high, too low, or just right? I think that's just about right. Just right? Okay. I think that's right. The Bucks are 15%. Too high, too low, just right? Just right. All right, so those are, the be- those are your favorites. Now it drops off. The Bills are the third team here, 9%. Too high. Too high. Too high. I think that there's teams like Green Bay that are in front of them. Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. They don't lose anybody at all, right? They add pieces in the draft. They just went out and got Randall Cobb. The coaching staff is intact. Everything is calm and cool and collective. Aaron Rodgers renewed his membership, golf membership in Milwaukee, Green Bay. So he's (laughs) – everything is good. So you mentioned the Packers should be above the Bills. Their next – Tied with, percentage-wise, three other teams. So the Packers, Ravens, and 49ers are all at 6% chance, and they are behind the Chiefs, Bucks, and Bills. So let's start with the Packers. You're saying too low? I think they're too low. I all think right. they should be the third team. All right, Ravens at also 6%. Too high, too low, or just right? I think they're a little bit too high. Too high. Okay. I think they're too high. 49ers. Too high. Too high. Yeah. Okay. Browns are next. They and the Rams and the Seahawks are all at 5%. So too let's start Ram, with the Ram, Bra- Browns. Too high, too low, or just Too low. Right? Too low. Yeah, too so low. So you would put the Browns over the Ravens? I would put the Browns over the Ravens. Okay. Um, 
The Rams at 5%. Too high, too low, just right. Just right. Just right. Just right. Seahawks at 5%. I think they're too low. I think the Seahawks are too low. I, I understand Russell Wilson got off to a hot start last year. They went with a different philosophy as he started to turn the football over. They decided, hey, we're going to do what got us there in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl the two times that we were there, which is run the football, play solid and sound defense. After we bring over Jamal Adams, he gets healthy. We certainly went in that direction. If I'm Seattle, I'm looking at it and saying we were a much better football team the first half of the season throwing the football than we were the middle half, but yet and still on the back end we got stronger because we we went with our core values, which is play defense and run the football and not allow mistakes on the offensive side by throwing the ball because we couldn't protect Russell Wilson, who by, by all means held the ball a little longer than what he probably should have. We'll get to more on the Seahawks. You are very high on them. I'm a bit surprised, but we'll get more on them in a moment. But why? Well, they, they do have, they had their issues defensively. And they had yeah, their they, issues but defensively. But they calmed it they, down. They were bad defensively As Bart early. Scott once said, I they have listen, a legion, but, I can't listen but to there's Bart. no boom. Bart is an ex-football player. I can't listen to him. He's a defensive player. Yeah, I listen He's to him. an ex-football player. Yeah, I, I can't listen, listen to him. him. Well, all right, just rounding out, just so you know, because we did mention the Cowboys, and they're at 2.5%. That's the 13th, by the way, according to FPI. 13th best chance. So not very high. Between them, you have the Titans at 3%, the Pats, and the Colts. Now, the Colts are a team to me. Would they be your biggest question mark team that – Well, they just dropped completely because they have Carson to, right? went, Yeah, they're, they're, they're not anywhere and, near. And Nelson. I mean, you're talking about yeah, two I, I forgot huge about, pieces. I, I focus in on Carson Wentz because he's the quarterback. But they you, go lose, hand in hand, you lose Nelson and you lose Carson Wentz for an extended period of time. And they're time. talking about playing a six-round pick rookie over yeah. uh, Easton because Easton doesn't look like he's ready. They don't yeah. have somebody. As a quarterback, yeah. even if it's to the first month you of the season, cannot, they don't have a quarterback. As right somebody now. who's played with many quarterbacks in my career, if you don't have one of those, you might as well just go home. <laughs> that, if you don't have that's one, a fact. you don't have one, you might as well go home. Backups are backups for a reason. And you know what? I think if Nelson's not ready to come back, Wentz is Quentin, ready. Quentin don't Nelson, you think that Wentz shouldn't come back until Nelson's ready to come back? Why would you have him come back without your most important protector in front of him? I mean, if he's uh, ready to come back, uh, it doesn't matter to sure? me. If he's, yeah, right. if he's ready to come All back. Right. All right, you say but, that. But I think I think the Colts should drop out of there. The Titans, they're about right. It's about right. But I think New England is too low. I think New England. 2.6%. I think New England and Dallas are both too low. New England I just do. And Dallas. All right, yeah, and they, yeah and they are, again. No, people just, for whatever reason. It's 12 they and think, 13. They looking at the New England Patriots last season and not factoring in everything. Man, they got their whole defense back intact. They got that, and they bring over Matt Patricia from Detroit. No matter what you think about him as a head coach with Detroit. Well, he knows what Bill wants. I mean, he, clearly. It's, yeah. Come on, man. Seriously? Like, how many times have you seen in these leagues or these teams get their ex-coaches back that ran a unit for them, and they just cook it? Think about when Ty Bowles was in Arizona as a defensive coordinator and went to become the Jets head coach. It didn't work out. He went back to Tampa Bay, and they just won the damn Super Bowl. And his defense, since he's been in Tampa Bay, been lights out because that's what he knows and knows how to do it well. And that's the same thing, I think, in terms of New England and Matt Patricia. And then on the offensive side, when we talk about the New England Patriots, I don't give a damn what you think about Cam Newton. Bill Belichick says he's a starter. 
Well, and they, they went out and got all the other players offensively. You got two, yeah, you got two tight up. ends. You got a couple of receivers who are big, strong receivers. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on the offensive side. Get Stephon Gilmore in the fold. Get him. Get that yeah, taken that's care gonna of. That's going to get figured out, man. Uh, yeah, you, you know that stuff always gets figured out. But I'm with you on the Patriots. They are that team that's laying in the weeds. They are that sneaky team that you people are going to sleep on and you're going to Bill be, forgot how to coach. Mistake. Yeah, no, no, no. Come on. <laughs> you know that's coming. All right, so let's get back, though to the conversation we were just having about the Seahawks. You are very high on them. Yes. And they are in a tough division. Yes. They are in a tough division. Okay. I mean, you know, that that's going to be a very competitive division. There's going to be a really good team that doesn't make the playoffs out of that division. It'll right? probably be Arizona. You think it's Arizona? Yeah, I just right, think – More I just on think, that later, too. I just think it's Arizona. Yeah, so we'll discuss Arizona and Kyler Murray and stuff a little bit later on the show. But let's, let's listen to Russell Wilson, who, like you, has high expectations. He talked about their offense and what he thinks they can be this year. I think we can be the number one offense in football. I mean, we'll see why not. We're up for it. We're ready. Uh, we were really good last year, you know, and had a lot of great things that we did last year. Um, but we can be even better. And I think that, uh, you know, for us, just the, watching the maturation of DK, watching them, uh, obviously just continual growth of Tyler Lockett, it's been really, I mean, he's one, one of the best receivers in football for the past several years. Mm. What helps, obviously, is... It's like taking candy from a baby on that highlight. You're watching the highlights right now on ESPN2. And as we're very good at making everybody look great. We, never, we don't show the deficiencies. And obviously, Russell Wilson, as we know, is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's an MVP candidate almost every year. But he definitely needs Dwayne Brown. Talk about in the fold. they got to take care of that business as well. Yeah, but it's all negotiations. The yeah. season doesn't start until September. We've got a couple of weeks, yeah. It's all negotiations. Right, so you're not worried about even no, that. Although no, he no. spoke up about it. He he spoke about how important that is and making sure that he's taken care of as well. But you don't have you're not as concerned about them defensively as what they used to be compared to what they are now. They're gonna rely heavily now on Russell Wilson carrying no. this team no, and I making sure the offense They got better defensively the second half of the season. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they they still have some improvement. Oh, but, speaking of, they got to pay Jamal Adams. Yeah, but that's not that's if that's not guys, that's, that's not difficult. Okay, they'll get it done. Okay, that's why he's there. They when they traded for him and gave up two number one picks, would you think that they just said, "Oh, we'll never have to pay him"? <laughs> like, he, like no, they know they got to pay him, Allen, and they understand that. Right, it, it's not news that they got to pay him. Why would they trade for a guy? And, and expect for him to play on the same salary again. He's not going to do it, and they know that. What's different about the Seahawks, the way they finished the season last year? What's different about them? Well, first that of all, they got a new in? offensive coordinator. I think when you think about the running game for them, they went through five yep. running backs. Mm-hmm. So they're back healthy. So now they kind of know what that is. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line, you mentioned Dwayne Brown, uh, one of the best left tackles in the game. So he's there. And I, I, two years ago, so I think it was two, two and a half, two to three years ago, they led the league in rushing. Last year, they threw the ball extremely well in the beginning of the season for the first, I don't know, nine, ten games of the year. They were throwing the ball pretty well until Russell started turning it over. So if you can put those two things together, they understand the division, okay? The Rams, the, the Rams are uh, picked by a lot of people to win it because of Matthew Stafford. But yet and still, they just lost Cam Akers at the running back spot. Yeah, that's a they big lost loss. a lot on defense. Okay, even though some of the players 
played a little bit for the Rams on defense, they still were not starters. Okay, they were reserve players that, that are now still being has put two legit stars. There's Leonard no Floyd. question. Like they've got that's still a stack. It's defense. a stack defense with a new defensive coordinator yeah. calling the plays mm-hmm. in Raheem Morris. Right. So that's a shift and a change. Okay. San Francisco 49ers, When you look at the division, they all coming back and trying to get healthy. Every all their key players are trying to stay healthy, including Nick Bosa. So when you start there, you like, okay, what what is that? They got a quarterback issue to decide on. So when you start to look at it, and then you get to the Arizona Cardinals and you say to yourself, they've upgraded at some position that Chandler Jones, I believe, wants to be traded or be gone or something, right? I mean, so you starting there. Watt is there. They bring in A.J. Green at the receiver position offensively, they're going to put up numbers because that's what they do. They throw the ball all over the lot. Mm-hmm. But can they sustain drives? Can they be consistent? Can they win the games that they need to win to be competitive within the division? I think the experience in Seattle, having been there, done that, I think it helps them down. The, it helps them for the long haul down the road. What will be? What is your biggest concern for them? Then what has to go right for them? Is it is it simple? Is it as simple as as we always say this about every team? Russell Wilson has to stay healthy. Like, is it as simple as well, that? Of course. They know like, for the Seahawks to be like what you – I know. Who, wait, no, that's not who the backup. Who's the backup? That's, uh, that's a, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Geno Smith. Is it really? Yeah, Geno Smith is, is the backup. Is he still in the league? Yeah, he's the backup. That's amazing. Yeah, he's the backup. Wow. Um, he just caught me by surprise on that one. But is it simple? Is it as simple as Russell Wilson? Like, to me, if, if the Seahawks are what you are, are projecting them to be this year – he should be the MVP. Seattle has been in the mix every single year, man. They're in the mix every single year in the NFC. When have they not been in the mix? They've all they're always in the well at the end of last season. Like they they were they, they was they in were the dis- mix, but nah, it just they were not. They, they, were, they were in the mix. The it wasn't the same. They, but were, they were in the mix. They felt like a franchise that had had their day and was starting to trend down. Why you know? And then Russell Russ had his off season that he has about I'm not happy here, and then the trade rumors. And as you said, that was all for nothing. But I don't know what – so what, what are you projecting them to be? What is, what is their offense going to be? I think it'll be high power. I think they get, when you think about uh, – When you say high power, where would you rank them? What do you think their potential is to be in the league? Top four. Top four. Offensively. Oh, so they're going to put up numbers. I mean, yeah. they're going to be a – Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be like four, a, like a 28 to 30 average points. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I look at Green Bay – High flying. Yeah, oh, yeah, they'll put up numbers. They're yeah. going to put up numbers. Buffalo going to put up numbers. Kansas City going to put up numbers. Seattle put up numbers. That's kind of where I think that that's going to go for them. That would be, uh, be amazing because it would be a complete flip of what they used to be, which is that team that shut you down, 12th man, tough building to play in. That's not a tough building to play in anymore because that defense isn't what it used to be. The intimidation I mean, factor. A tough building. Come on. Not what it used to be. Oh, All right, Keith man. thinks the Chiefs could take a step back, but someone who just was in Chiefs camp tells us what they think about getting back to the Super Bowl. That's next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.